We didn't record. We're not on the show yet, right? I haven't done it in a while. There it is. That's it. <laughs> Why would you? All right. My song choice is Ace of Bass after this. I don't know what we're doing. Oh, I didn't know this was the name of the song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's literally the song. The song is the name of the song. Hello, Barbie. Let's go party. Is this no. a different song? No. Oh. It's literally, the the song is boom, boom, boom. That's how it's going to Boom. Go. There's four booms. Boom, 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 boom. I want to hear you. Come you, in could, room. you could definitely mix those two songs together. Yeah. I think a lot of people did. Same time frame. Oh, that was it? Oh. Did we record from the yeah, beginning? Yeah, sorry. We were rambling over the I did not thing. know that was the show. I didn't know we were on yet. Uh, it's not your it's fault, fine. You did great. Yeah, that was the, that was the smoothest fade-in I think we've ever had I on the show. I think that's why I was surprised. It was so good. Yeah, it was like butter. Yeah. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, the returning champion, back for a special treat. My partner in crime, Chris King. Oh, man. What am I a champion of? I thought Zach was here and he was going to pop out. The only <laughs> champion was Meat Cake Champion. Hello. Welcome back, Chris King. How's it going? Thank you. I know you were... I didn't un- say anything. You should think. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I like that you're doing it as if this the, we're meeting at a grocery store. How's it going? Thanks. Okay. This is. You know what's good, though, is it's exactly what the podcast has been since I left. Nothing has been more reassuring after leaving uh, You know, a job to hear it go as... Well, it's just been going. smoothly. I believe is the word you're looking for. Yeah, but look at really smoothly. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. You came back for my birthday. Well, Alan Sternberg actually brought you back in because you were fired from the show. Yeah, and he was like, "I want, I want an old school harder brunch." He said, yeah. "He said I got a job for you," and I said, "You're gonna give me a job at your restaurant?" And he said, "No, dude, I'm not giving you a job <laughs> at the restaurant." <laughs> no, he said you should come back to that podcast that fired you. Yeah, and I said no, but then he was said he was gonna make a pound of meat the size of your dog. He did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, no, he totally. did it. He yeah. did it. And I was like, "Well, he he delivers, so I have to." Well, yeah, we're in a real Van Halen Van Hagar situation <laughs> now, so we just call it a uh, two harder two brunch. Yeah. <laughs> So welcome back. And we have a very special... I'll tell you what. Um, I was excited to see you again, but Zach, he... Apparently not. He was heartbroken when you left. Yeah. And so he's like, I came in the same room as him. Yeah. So he, he stayed home. And so we have a very special guest producer. <coughs> that is Jay McKee. Slap a happy where went. Thank you, and uh, Thaddeus, I was expecting you to say ones and twos. Like I was like, I've never been introduced on oh, the ones, sorry, on the sorry, ones sorry, and sorry. twos. On the ones and twos, yeah. Thaddeus hey. Jay McKee. Slap it, pap it, went, went. There we go. Yeah, that's, that's a lot that's, better. That is better. That was good. Uh, Thaddeus, thank you for filling in, and I just want you to know, I have all the faith in the world in you as a producer. Yeah, I know you can do it. You've yeah. done it before. Thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, Dyke's talking me up because Chris has literally done nothing. Oh, but I don't know. I, I honestly, I have. A, I was going to wait till he was done, but I do not believe in you at all. No, I, I mean, but I, but prove me wrong, right? I mean, prove me wrong. All I have to do is not lose the episode. That's it. And I'm a hundred percent at that. I'm eighty percent. You're going to do it. All right, here we go. <laughs> and back with us in the studio, very special guest, Chef Alan Sternberg. Hello. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome thank back, and thank you so much for being part of. Uh, my birthday episode uh, to today. I guess if you're hearing this when this comes out, it's my birthday. Yeah, today is not your birthday yeah. when we're recording. Yeah, but it but will be in the future. Yeah, by the time anyone's hearing the sound no, of it's my all voice, our in the future, but if right? you don't listen to it tomorrow, it was in the past. That is true. Right. Yeah. That's how so, time. But if works. In, if you listen to this on May 24th of any year, it'll yeah. be on my birthday. 
It's yeah. it's my birthday in your hearts. <laughs> it's what's important. And um, so last year, uh, I was like, I don't want to cook brunch on my birthday. So I had Gomez cater it, and it was that yeah. was fun. It was a good time. And then this year, I was like, okay, how do we kick it up a notch? Yeah, and you did. And I reached out to one of the best chefs in the city, and I was like, would you want to come cook food for me for my birthday, expecting you to say, that's crazy, Dyke. Of course, I will not do that. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You did. Yeah, it was amazing. It's amazing. And you came back, and wow, it, it was hard to top what you did last time. I did less courses. I did less work, actually. So that was easier for me. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I brought more meat, though, for sure. You brought you brought them. You you brought the meats. You also did family style, which I like. I'm a big yeah. fan of the, the family style. And how how did you refer to it? You said uh, you're doing it rustic. Yeah, it's rustic <laughs> food. <laughs> Tech just calls it making food, but he called it rustic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Calling rustic because I, I didn't serve anything in my hand or anything. Uh, so. Yeah, that's what we call rustic. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. We, that's why that's why you notice everybody that was here that's eaten the hand food that Dyke doles out is like, wow, this is the fanciest meal I've ever had. Yeah, Mostly because you use spoons and Olive plates. Garden yeah. and Arby's <laughs> and all sorts of shit. It was great. Well, we we don't we don't know a lot of classy people. If you yeah. were, I, in, in that crowd, Olive Garden is a plus. Like, wow, this is like the Olive Garden. They yeah. mean that in the best way. No, I get it. I get uh, it. I'm from Anderson. I fucking <laughs> yeah. The comedy ghouls that I invited over the, right. the best places they've ever been to is the other. Like, this yeah. is like some sort of yeah. Is this someone's first communion? <laughs> the Olive Garden. Did someone die? <laughs> it was delicious. Um, and I'm very excited because we haven't been able to do this since you've been gone. Yeah. Time to play a game called Hey. I'm what so do you think excited. you just ate? I'm so excited. A couple things. Celebrity edition. The, celebrity edition. The other thing, yeah, because it's celebrity edition, because I told Amy, my wife, that she found out that you were chef at Iozo's, and then she said Alan Sternberg is chef Spoiler at Iozo's. What? Spoiler alert. And then, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but and, and I said, oh, yeah, that guy's awesome. He was on our podcast. And she said, no, he was not. <laughs> she thought there's no way. And I don't know if that was – how amazing you are or how lowly she feels about our podcast i think the latter because it's equal it was like yeah. you didn't like maybe you were listening then because he was on an episode she's like oh i don't listen to your podcast i had a plan for her she did not believe me and then she's like oh well that's amazing and i said also he made food last time so this morning when i was leaving and i, I said she didn't she forgot that i was doing the podcast because it's been two weeks and she's yeah. like where are you going i'm like going the podcast alan sternberg's cooking food again and she again said, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, he, there's I no way he would do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, and then the second thing I was going to say is last time when you were here, I didn't have anything prepared because Dyke said, hey, he's a professional chef, so you definitely can't do, you can't make fun of his food. He's, he's, he's a professional, and it's going to be good. And then, so we started the episode, and you said, hey, are you going to do, uh, what do you think of your state? And I said, well, no, because Dyke said not to, and I had to do an impromptu. This time I'm ready. I'm ready, Dyke. Okay. So everything was already out because I was a little bit late today. Everything was already out when I That's got right, here. You don't work here anymore. I don't even work here. I don't even work here. But it was much like any Thanksgiving I've ever shown up to. I was late, and people were like, who is that guy? But So I don't know the when things came out, but I will just go by when I had things. And the first thing was bacon and raisins. Mm-hmm. Did you have those bacon and raisins? I did. It was, like, it was like you ate the bacon and like, oh, bacon. And then there's some squishy inside. You know what it was, Dyke? It was raisins. I don't think it was. <laughs> He filled those bacons with raisins, and I don't know. Filled the bacons with the raisins. (laughs) I don't know. The thing is, that's how you know a professional chef can do it, because making little bacon pockets for his raisins to hold the raisins, I can't imagine that was easy. 
what was that actually? Though? Um, that was a red wine Italian sausage that we make at the restaurant, filled or inside a date, and then wrapped in a house made pancetta, or not pancetta, um, guanciale. So I was eighty percent right. Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> it's face bacon with a big raisin and then sausage in the middle, and then cooked right. in tomato sauce. I had I had so many of those; those were amazing. Uh, and I think you could really brand face bacon. I feel like that's yeah, really <laughs> that was a great way to do it. Yeah. You definitely talked to a customer that's never eaten anywhere but Olive Garden. Like, listen, buddy, it's like face bacon, like that. Yeah, it was really really yeah. good. The other thing that we then had, which I was right in front of, said a lot of that is uh, it's like if Alan played a game called Make a Potato Salad. But he'd never seen a potato salad. <laughs> That's what it was. Because it was like a salad on the top with just potatoes on the bottom, like a potato base. The the steak? Was there steak in there? Did yeah. people take all the steak out? Yeah, yeah. You, you, I you, only you, got you potatoes. Got there late. Oh, uh, man, that makes sense. That was the, the yeah. second meat. Remember you said there was two meats? That was the second meat. I did get that second meat. I thought there was steak in there. I, put, I took a piece. What, what's funny is I took a piece of meat out of the potato salad that wasn't potato salad. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was like a rogue steak. Like, oh, luckily. Oh, it just fell oh, in there and you were like, fucking like, popped on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was yeah, like, oh, man, maybe sense. I'll find this steak again. Maybe it's somewhere. And then I never found it again. Yeah. That's what happened. all on Dyke's plate. That's so what happened. That was the issue. <laughs> was, I think that it. also ate quite a bit. Steak. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> I was in the kitchen. I just heard Whoa. Yeah, that's right. That like, would oh, blow it away. What yeah. was that? Uh, what was that steak? Uh, it was like marinated and something. Uh, it was or? a bavette that was rubbed down with. Um, I do a Italian, like shitty Italian seasoning, except we mix it and I, I add porcini powder to it um, mm. to give you a little bit more umami. Uh, and then I just pan seared it. It was a bavette from uh, Fisher Farms. And then um, after I sliced it, I uh, just kind of droused it in. Um, droused? Doused. <laughs> Fuck. My favorite uh, drow steak. Yeah, yeah, delicious. In a 15-year-old balsamic. Oh, oh wow. my God. It was good. The steak I had was good. I did not know that was the thing. It, I actually it, wrote down rogue steak. It was an umami bomb and also just like Fisher Farms, man, they really can't do any wrong, I feel like. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was good. The other meat number... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Thad. You go. No, I'm sorry. My eyes are just like wide open. 15-year-old balsamic. I didn't know they age. Oh, they balsamic. go over 100. Wow. Yeah. So when I was like 18, this is like, <laughs> hey, they're putting it's this like, in a bottle. It's like the cicada, the cicadas went underground and the yeah. balsamic went in the yeah. Let me tell you this. This is a little bit of a, an intervention on the cicada joke thing. They're not working, dude. They're no, not. Stop <laughs> making cicada jokes. That was the whole point. You keep trying to put in cicada jokes. They're never funny. Can I, can I, I don't want to stop this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I do no. want to make a quick point right here because you're going to make a cicada joke in the middle of my. What do you think you just ate? Just real quick because uh, you're absolutely right. The cicada, the cicada bits uh, did not work at all. They, they didn't work at all. They were not. Uh, they were funny. not. They were not funny. They were right. not well received. No. So, Actually, you know what? So, so the last one, I said uh, I just made a joke. I was like, well, no one liked these jokes, so I'm going to go back underground till 2038. And uh, Man, I just pull out the calculator. <laughs> Is that what you were doing? <laughs> okay, that's, and, uh, that's what he was doing. And uh, I said, I said since uh, let me read it exactly. Yeah, this is. I said cicada jokes bombed on the gram stories. Burrows back underground. See you mfers in my joke. See if you mfers like my jokes in twenty thirty eight. Yeah. And then <laughs> someone sent me a message and they said, uh, "Okay, I thought they were great. Sorry if I did not fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji, or clap emoji, clap emoji, clap emoji enough. Please keep them coming." <laughs> That's ah. like, you, know what's, you know what the best part about that comment is? It's significantly funner than the cicada jokes. <laughs> you should have posted that. That would have that really brought it back up. 
that person should be posting <laughs> some jokes. Uh, then the other thing that Alan made was chickpeas and peas. Uh, I don't know if I was late, but it was cold. It, it was, in fact, cold. <laughs> yeah. It was not chickpeas. It was farro, which is like, oh. uh, I know. <laughs> Your face said a lot just now. Um, there was uh, some uh, hand-pulled mozzarella in there, peas, a little shaved fennel, um, yeah. some roasted red pepper, parmesan. I don't remember what it was. It's an ancient grain goose. It was the, yeah. the peas? No. no. <laughs> the farro. Right. I know how you feel about peas. I heard that episode. Oh my, yeah. You know what's funny? First of all, that's amazing. That, I love it that <laughs> Amy didn't believe that you were on, let alone that you listened to every episode. The pea episode is a deep bull. But I was, there was an entire... Did you... I mean, everything had peas in it. If I knew you were going to be here, I would have fucking made a whole pea dish. I would have loved that. That would have been great. Because that's not... I, like what did you? It was you put fuck, peas in everything. Fuck your peas. Yeah, it was like, just the it garnish was, with peas. Yeah. No, no, no. You had you green, had a right? dish where everything said like secret peas in it, but that wasn't even the theme. No, you just peas kept falling in stuff. There was just one dish that had peas as a garnish. Peas as a garnish. Yeah, but you could eat the peas. Yeah, that's what garnish. You can't means. eat peas. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Your peas weren't frozen though. Yeah, they were. Okay. Well, <laughs> 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 all right, that's a lose lose, I guess. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, those are good peas. Peas and fennel? What? Uh, what was it? Funnel? Fennel? Funnel. No, and what, and what and was and the ancient grain? Faro. Faro. Yeah. This is why Chris got fired. <laughs> not, the, not the racism. So, no, no, not that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Peas and ancient pharaohs. That was good. Uh, and then we had Kraft hot sauce and cheese. Yep. That, you made a lot of it. And I ate that secretly in the kitchen when no one was looking. I think I just watched three people take boxes. Yeah, they all took. That was amazing. What was that actually? It was um, really, really good. Did you hand make that pasta? No, not that one. Uh, that was a bucatini. Um, I did uh, smoking goose and duya made a carbonara or a duya nara out of it. But there was pancetta in there that, that I do make. That was so. possibly the best pasta I've ever had in my life. It was, it was amazing. Cheese and eggs and... Yeah, sausage. All the good stuff. Yeah, it was it was brunch pasta. Oh, why was it? What makes it brunch pasta? It's cheese and eggs and oh, meat. It. it was Basically good. Basically, it was good. <laughs> there was also you did. Uh, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, chef. <laughs> but uh, you ever thought about putting a duck egg on top of it? <laughs> that's how you really know it's a brunch. <laughs> that dish. is the only way. It's like anytime Dyke makes something that's like a dinner thing, it's like yeah, but it had a huge egg on it. Like yeah, I guess it is brunch. <laughs> Uh, the other thing you did, you did uh, oysters on top of uh, pixie sticks. Like you broke up in some pixie sticks, you filled the plate, and then you put oysters and you put some salsa on top. The fuck? <laughs> did you taste the pixie sticks? No, no, no. I'm not. No, I was eating gourmet food, man. I'm not eating pixie I don't pixie think Chris sticks. has ever had oysters before because he looked at me and he goes, that's sugar, right? That's sugar? Is that a pile of sugar? I was I was, like, why would he put it on a pile of sugar? That's what I thought. Like, I wrote it down. Why did he put it on a pile of sugar? Great o- question. Oysters it wasn't. are it was, from it was salt. They're it from was the salt. sea. Oysters the are from you put the, the salt? Are you supposed to put the salt on the oysters? No. But it holds them so they don't fall over and then spill uh, all the liquid. It's just... Yeah, but I bet Pixie Sticks hold them up, too. Did you ever try it? And, 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 it, and be sticky and... Yeah. And it yeah. reminds you of where the oysters came from, which is the sea. That's what I like. I like to be that's, reminded where... That's maybe just a, maybe like a cow and like a calf with it. Like, I like to know where it came <laughs> yeah. from. That's what you want the things you're eating. That's why every time I serve Always. a steak, I put a little piece of dirt on it. <laughs> I was like... Just its big cow yeah. eyes in front of you. Yeah. like Some grass just like on yeah. the... Yeah. He's really nice picture of the farm. Pasture raised. Yeah, that's fun. Delicious. And then we didn't even talk about the dinosaur short rib, which apparently you just put out there to laugh at people because there was no more awkward piece of meat <laughs> oh, to yeah. take from. And that what was the person that was sitting there, I was cutting the meat 
And she didn't say anything or make eye contact, but I was cutting it with one <laughs> hand and holding a beverage in the other, and she's just politely and holding you just it. Stop! Put the knife down and just rip the <laughs> piece off the side of it. <laughs> he watched the whole thing, and that she, that lovely person who was here, did not say a single word. Well, there was about one, it. there was one person here that uh, had never been over here before, and she yeah, was a, a she was a plus one. I'm sure she had no she idea what delightful. she was getting herself into. No, and her comic boyfriend brings her over and then puts her down to the. The biggest slab of meat I've ever seen. Yeah, it was right in front of her. Anybody else would have been fine. Would have been fine with it, but this stranger who I've never met, who seems like a delightful person, which I wish she wasn't. She was like trying to like slightly hold it. (laughs) I hope so. And then she whispered to her boyfriend, "She's like, look at this." You probably got to cut like a Benny Hill type montage of people trying to cut the meat. Yeah, because I like I was just like doing it one handed, and I was like, man, if that's what I tried to do, I don't have what. What's the little the 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 giant fork holder thing? Yeah, I was like, I don't have one of those. A carving fork. Yeah, we'll call it a (laughs) carving fork. Or you know what would have been just nice? A fork. But unfortunately, I took the last one. I didn't want to stick my mouth fork. In the large brontosaurus meat. Also, also, I was like cutting meat awkwardly between two women, and I was like, I just want to be done with this. Yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did. And to solve it, to Alan's point, I just grabbed up my hands and ate it. But I made way too much eye contact with her. We'll never speak again. (laughs) (laughs) You think any woman that's ever come over to this house is going to speak to any of us? No, no, they never come. Only Bridget's the only one that keeps coming back every single week. She don't. She know. She don't learn good. No. But that was that was short rib. Yeah, so it was, it was a whole. Well, back up to the oyster. It was. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it was pixie sticks. It was is the twist. Yeah, uh, it was a. It was topped with a uh, strawberry Campari mignonette. It was a Gucci oyster from the West Coast. Yeah, and then um, the short rib, also from Fisher, was a whole nice. short rib. Th- so it's a plate, um, is what they call it. Is the cut? Yeah, and, I've seen um, plates before. Yeah, like it was the size of a plate. Right? Yeah, 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 it sure was. Yeah, fucking huge. Um, and I cooked it whole. I cooked it in um the same beef shoe that we do our Italian beef in. Um, and then I just covered it with jardinara, but literally none of you touched that. You no, kind of pushed it off to the side because so it was so everybody. You're was... Like this is fucking vegetables. <laughs> yeah, I was like vegetables, gross. What's going on? Yeah, here? Get the celery away from it. Came like more meat, please. Came here for steak. Uh, no, that that was amazing. That top, I can't think of the last time I ate so well. <laughs> don't look at me, man. I'm, I'm trying, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying, you, I'm, I'm trying to show, right? What's <laughs> <laughs> funny is you, you, you work on a brunch show where you cook every single weekend. Okay. That guy's a hack. Yeah. Uh, no, like, so I did a, uh, I did a comedy show in Story, Indiana about a month ago. And, um, it was just like, you know, it's like a barbecue joint. It's out in the middle of nowhere. But, like, everyone out there was so nice and so welcoming. And it was just, it's just been a while since, like, the pandemic where we actually got, like, who's your hospitality? And people being like, hey, how, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. they brought out, like, hey, how'd you, how'd you like that barbecue? How'd you like that drink? How'd you like that? And, I, and, I, and my mind was blown by just the hospitality of it. Like, yeah. The, just, just people being nice is like yeah, <laughs> enough to fuck you up. Man. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like gotta it, go back. Like it's been a while, so like I yeah, yeah I have you know, and uh, I just went out. Uh, I went out for I met a buddy at Garden Table the other day, and we got there. It's, he was like, "Let's meet at nine o'clock." <laughs> I was like, okay. "Are they open that early?" Yeah, apparently. Wow. Apparently, it's a brunch. I did not. Breakfast place is open that early. Wow. But when we first got in, it was just us. And then he was like, he was like, "Hey, Dyke, I know you have social anxiety. In about an hour, this place is gonna fill up." And I'm like, 
it'll be fine. And then it was filled up, and like I haven't been in a busy place since yeah. before quarantine. And I was like, wow. Oh man, I did forget what it was like to just be in like a busy ass restaurant. Yeah. Is your is your restaurant full? Are we back to full capacity? We're not back to no, full. No, I thought no, we were. No. We're not. No. Oh wow. Marion County's not. I mean, Marion County. What on the seventh we dropped the mask mandate, and then. <sighs> 75% is that it? Are we still 75% with the mask mandate? I don't know why we yeah, keep looking at like he's the one yeah. that knows everything about yeah. the law. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, I would cook for a living and I also <laughs> do uh, pandemic law. Great. Um, you passed the bar, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, on the way here. <laughs> That's the last part of the exam was that hot mac and cheese. Like, you got it. Cheetahs in the mac and cheese. That was the right answer, sir. Um, I think Marion County is still mask mandate until... It's like fifty percent or fifty percent get vaccinated and less than a hundred cases a day, mm. something like that. And then I don't know exactly what the restrictions lifting are. I think there's still like a, a some distance you got to have in between tables, like even if capacity goes up. So mm. I don't know exactly what it is, but I mean we're busy, so nice. can't complain. Yeah, well, it, I think I think that people, I think now is the best time to be in a restaurant situation. Like this is it because I think that there's going to be a reverb of everybody just like so excited to go out, especially June seventh. Like that now is the, if you if you made it, I think that I feel you, like June seventh is going to be a freak nick on Mass Ave. Yeah, like people are just gonna I'm so be excited about it. Just excited. just twerking on the streets. Well, I went to the garage the two weekends ago, mm-hmm. and this is like I think what was it two weekends ago when they when the CDC said no masks at all. No mask if you're vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, no mask if you're vaccinated. And even then, that place was crazy. Like, people, it was packed. And it yep. looked like, I don't know what their capacity is. No one was checking numbers. Everyone was in. Everyone's still wearing, wearing masks if they're standing, but it was real loosey-goosey. Yeah. So, Indianapolis, if Indianapolis has any more crazy to go, it'll be on June 7th. But that place was already at capacity. It was crazy. I did a comedy show in Evansville last night. <laughs> I was like, I, I just kind of always wear like a bandana around my neck usually. Right. And so I was just like, are we masking up in there? And everybody just looked at me like. <laughs> no. Outside of Marion County, it's over. Yeah. Like it's completely over. They're they're not even acknowledging it at all. No. No. Yeah. Not at all. I would not say true. probably a third of the state never acknowledged it. <laughs> that was, like, so, I was like, yeah, oh, did you guys like, just drop it? Like, drop what? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, hey, it's so nice not wearing a mask. And they were like, wear a Where? mask? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I went to the liquor store down the street from you, and I was wearing a mask, and there were four other people in there. No one was in a mask. Although that place, I think, gave up pretty early. Yeah, they were like, what's his problem? It's <laughs> like, I do. Yeah, any... Any uh, gas station on the south side. Nope. Mm-hmm. None, <laughs> yeah, none nothing. Yep. nothing. But it's crazy. I honestly think, you know, as I, I don't know. I think Marion County, it's surprising how well we're doing because I think Indianapolis can never claim that they're doing anything well in comparison to other states. But mm-hmm. it's just nice to know that they're being as careful as possible, at least in, you know, in theory. You know, some people are a little more loose than they probably should be even downtown. But people are still, if you're downtown, people, it's busy, but people are still wearing masks. People are still saying, hey, you got to put on a mask. I have never seen anybody push back on the mask situation to say, hey, I'm not going to wear it, at least downtown. Yeah. I have seen videos of it because I was addicted to I videos. I mean, Zach does all the time. Yeah, he won't put on a mask. That's no. why he's probably gone today. He's got COVID. <laughs> we told him. Third time's a charm. You can't punch people in the face when they ask you to put on a mask. <laughs> That's Zach. not what he said. <laughs> Zach. But yeah, that, yeah, that's assault, not COVID. <laughs> right. That's, fucking, that's just him. But he, no, no, no. Zach said, Zach said it was COVID. Like, hey, you can't punch that guy. He's like, oh, it's COVID. So he thinks it's okay. Yeah. He's like, weird. the only mask I'll wear is my red dragon mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
White dragon. Yeah, which is weird because it's a oh, whole white dragon. Yeah, he's, he's a white dragon. I'm sorry, I don't study. No, no, no. I think he graduated to red dragon. I think you're wrong. He oh. said that. Remember, he had the whole graduation, and you obviously you went that were invited. <laughs> <laughs> we got invitations, but like I think it was like a non non invitation. It was an invitation yeah. that said, "Hey guys, I think don't it was go. An invitation. It was like a burning invitation uh, in the front yard. You guys were supposed to not dress at all. I it was like that. that 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 burning tea in the front yard that he left <laughs> <Yeah>. us. <laughs> That for, was extravagant, for, though. For yeah. time to graduate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, look, that it's uh, the graduation tea is burning in the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> the graduation tea. At first, I thought it was tea for Thad. I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Like, this hey, congratulations tea. on Why producing. Why is it a lowercase tea? Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, my name starts with tea. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we knew that part. <laughs> I'd be more impressed if they burnt like cursive teas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No, thank you, Alan, for getting the joke. Let me just <laughs> let, let me just go back with Chris. Usually, when he starts the name with a T, is capital. Yep. No, I, I get it. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, if they did cursive teas, cursive tea would be. I would be impressed. Like I wouldn't be for it. But yeah. Like, yeah. I would be impressed. It's like, hey, like, man, I'm not down with the racism, but I right. am down with the creativity. Yeah, right. Like that's. I mean, it takes a lot of the woodworking. Woodworking. Racism. Get that curve on the bottom, and then still be on fire. What's I feel like the guy that made the curse of tea would be like, "You're gonna burn this? Well, I a lot of time making this curse of wooden tea." What's that? The KKK is doing wingdings now. Okay. That might be the title of the episode. That's pretty good. The KKK is doing wingdings. Oh man, no one under thirty knows what wingdings are. That's true. That's true. Welcome to the old man podcast. We got aches and pains. You guys remember the nineties and wingdings? Cursive. Is cursive still a thing? Are no, they, they, they don't still have to they learn? They, they don't do it. They don't teach cursive. Anymore. Why would you have to? You're never. When you gonna, I think people in school now, there's never. They're never gonna like literally write things down. You don't. I I write in cursive all the time just to fuck with people. Yeah, I would have because like half the people that they I would have no idea do not know how to read it at all. <laughs> It's like a secret code. <laughs> no one, no one ever. It's like Latin. When I was at Cerulean, we had this big marker board, and we'd write our prep list on it every night. And so I'd always write everything in cursive on it. It's like, like there's some people that didn't speak English as a first language, and I'm not fucking writing in cursive. Yeah, that's that's a little bit different. <laughs> I showed them they don't understand yeah. cursive. Like they yeah. don't understand English, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> rude. They always understood. It was. It yeah. was all it's my the, other, the Z, all the other cooks. especially if you have like pizza, that would really fuck it up. That curve is a curse of Z. I still don't understand. Goddamn curse of Z. Write down risotto. Right. <laughs> did you guys, Did you guys see? I saw this this week, and I was pretty pretty jazzed about it. Did you see the McDonald's has this giant thing out front that says starting starting pay fourteen dollars an hour. No. At your McDonald's or all McDonald's? All McDonald's. I mean, I don't know. All I mean, McDonald's, $14 an hour. I think $14 an hour in yeah. Indianapolis. You worked at McDonald's, Dyke. Oh, the first job, yeah. I worked at McDonald's. No. Did you work at everyone? No, of course not. You're a chef. Uh, <laughs> no, I tried. And they, oh, you they couldn't? Would, they couldn't do no. it? Wow. Yeah. They're, they're, showed them. Selective. <laughs> well, what, did we talk about your first job? No. What was your first job? Do we have time for this or do we need to wait? <laughs> oh, we have time. Okay, cool. Uh, my first job was at Hoosier Park in Anderson before mm. it was a casino when it was just the racetrack. Um, it was a union job, and I didn't realize that's not how restaurants worked. Oh, uh, and I was there yeah, for about yeah. four years. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it, I was in high school when I started, and I I kind of fell in love with the whole, like, 
active cooking, like the competitive side of it, or mm -hmm. like I can get in there, I can do my thing, I can, I can try to outperform the next guy. Yeah, um, way before I actually fell in love with food. Okay, and it was like I, I played sports growing up, and mm. like it just all kind of made sense to me. And like I was really awkward and quiet and shy and angry, and so kitchens were amazing. All of it, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so like I said, like I, it just that resonated with me way more than the actual food at first. Mm -hmm. And um, so I graduated high school in 05. I think I was there till 06, 07, something like that. Um, Not at high school, at the restaurant. Yes. You, you, I, you I graduated, left high school. You guys <laughs> graduated. Okay. I thought you, like, you hung out. Like, I was one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. No, um, quite the opposite. I don't speak to anybody <laughs> that I knew Probably from best. back then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then uh, I was in college, uh, Ball State, and, like, I was skipping class to get to the restaurant early to get shit set up and prepped and like yeah yeah i eventually was like man i kind of think i should do this and i talked to my chef and, and she's like you'd never make it and i was like okay cool oh, yeah. <laughs> like and uh so it's I like in the culinary industry yeah yeah oh, she's wow. like you you and like being a chef what was the reason did she give you a reason for why you wouldn't make it no <laughs> but you did and showed her Fuck you me. showed now you're la you get to laugh at mcdonald's and that lady <laughs> you thought you wouldn't make it who maybe she's managing mcdonald's 14 bucks an hour Quite a shit list I've got. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like that was like, like er, you know, two thousand eight ish. Uh, you know, chopped to just come on and like yeah. So when I wasn't skipping class to get to work, I was skipping class to like sit at home and watch Chopped. Yeah, yeah. And like it was just like I was learning about or I was seeing all these things I'd never heard of, and like I was cooking, but I didn't really know about food, and it just started to pique the interest, and like mm -hmm. it just kind of went from there. And once I actually made the well, my, my wife got pregnant, and I dropped out of college because, I mean, I knew I didn't want to go down the path I was going in. What was your major when you were in school? Photojournalism. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, wow. I think only, you think, especially, you know, coming out of it, I think it's going to be good, but people in the restaurant industry this year specifically, like, man, I wish I'd done anything else, except for that, though. Yeah, except yeah. for that. That's the only thing. It's like, good job in the restaurant thing. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, running a printing press would probably be a little bit worse, <laughs> no, but like, um, but yeah, like unless I, you're I, looking for Spider Man, yeah. <laughs> I, I figured out that like you know I wanted to cook and like I was really intrigued with food, and then like I, as soon as I made that pivot, um, I decided to go to culinary school and like really jumped in like full force and yeah, you know I read constantly and my daughter was born when I was in my first semester in culinary school, so I just kind of tried to supplement my education as much as I could with any kind of outside material to to learn as much as I could. And that's awesome. Now I'm cooking harder brunch. Cooking harder brunch. <laughs> so when uh, were you when was your last year of culinary school? Oh fuck. I don't know. Was that two thousand nine? A year and a half or so after You can make it up. We're not gonna check. Uh, two thousand ten <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Stop asking about I, I went to college for three and a half years first. So like I just had to do I went to Ivy Tech, so like I just had to do all the culinary stuff, like mm -hmm. all my core stuff was done. So uh, I don't, I don't remember exactly when it was, nice. but um, yeah, I mean, I did it. I did it backwards. Actually. Like you're supposed to like take all the core stuff at Ivy tech and then transfer to a real college. Yeah. And, like, yeah. But I've heard up. amazing things about the culinary uh, program at Ivy tech. I've heard it's really, really good. So I went to Muncie and it was very different at the time and it, it's come a long way, but like I had a great experience. I had worked in restaurants for four years. So like, yeah. I didn't come in just like, bright eyed and bushy tail like I was a little little seasoned to that point so I, I kind of knew what to expect and I knew what I wanted to get out of it and 
I got a lot of that because I had a realistic expectation. Right, right, right. So that's awesome. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with uh, Alan Sternberg. Two V's. Is there like a cute Danish chick in this band? Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't think you're allowed to say that when you're wearing that Bermuda shirt. <laughs> Quagmire. <laughs> hey, is this, uh, this band got a cool, uh, really cute girl singing this song? I, I don't know. Can we just enjoy the song for what it is? Well, I assumed it was from the 90s and that, that cute girl is 90 years old yeah, right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not how math works. But the song, <laughs> that was another good pick. That was yeah. That was a good song. Cool. You, this is where you. Just I thought you were gonna say air. Yeah. Well, you look, well, yeah. off air. I, I do want to say you did diss his pick before. We're on the air yeah. right now, though, right? <laughs> yeah, we're on the air right now. But despite all your trust yeah. and, and and me being able to push record, uh, <laughs> yes, we are we are on air. Um, yeah. But you, you shat on his first song. I knew yeah. off air. Well, the thing is, I it didn't knew, play long enough. It didn't play long enough. But oh. I also, I realized I was the only That's one. That's my fault. I was the only one in the room that knew what song he was gonna play. Okay. No one else knew the song he was going to play. I did. Okay. And and in the end, it was it was a good pick. I was just surprised that Alan picked that because Alan, I thought was going to pick like some punk stuff, and then he picked. No, I beat depression. You guys. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> last year was magical for me. Well, he, that, he beat the final boss in depression, right. and apparently yeah, uh, graduated. Just, to boom, 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 boom. Yeah. No, it's just like beating Ganon, and like all, the whole world went back to normal. It was fucking great. Pills are great. Yeah. <laughs> Take your antidepressants. And now it's just Danish pop music <laughs> from here on out. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed it. Like, it yeah. made me, like, want to bowl by myself or something like that. Oh. I got to put that in the... No? Bowl? That's not the vibe? I don't... You, you do you. I'm not here to yuck your yuck. What do you, like, <laughs> well, wait. What do, you, what do you do to that song? Cook? I what? ran to it for a little while, but clearly that didn't work out super well either. Um, yeah. I just listened to it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I play fun stuff like that during prep at the restaurant because okay, yeah, you can't really be in a shitty mood even if you're getting told the business. Like, is this if, in your uh, Call of Duty playlist? Uh, no, I don't do the music and play games no? together. No, <laughs> I think that's just an asshole. <laughs> so. like, even for yourself, like sitting in a room listening to music would be no. an asshole. Yeah, I don't think you can listen to music when you're playing when you're online play. I don't think you can. Someone do that. blew a train whistle the other night while I was playing Call of Duty, and yeah. that was a new one for me. It's like who just has a train whistle? <laughs> oh, I guess you are coordinating yeah. with other people. So yeah, yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, no, no, no. So you, you can you, you can, don't you don't know how I do video games. I don't. <laughs> so you could have like a mixtape playing. Uh, I, don't think you, I could, but, like, but then, I don't want to because I need to hear the thing? yeah yeah that that just just not my thing. I have because I, I, you try to kill people. I play yes. online, and I do have people. There are people that are playing music. The worst, though, and I think everybody who's played online games, online games, has heard this: is the kid that sings while he plays. Anytime you play online, there's always at one point you will meet the kid who is singing while he's playing, and he's or, either really, really good or just okay. But he's always like twelve and just like the whole time. <laughs> or yeah. someone or someone's trying to rap, but it's just they're just yeah, mumbling. Yeah, yeah. Or or the other one is like. When connects were a thing for Xbox, like 
people would use the speaker and the microphone on the connect. So like you heard all of the ambient noise in the whole house. And it's like moms were just yelling at people yeah, and dogs yeah, are barking yeah. and babies yeah. crying. You're just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I just always thought it was 14 year old white kids saying the N word. I thought no. that's all it was. It was just people. Uh, that's still probably a solid 60. Uh, they're, <laughs> Not, they're not 14 anymore. They're like 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like really up. bitter about yeah, the last election. And like, oh. Yeah. Oh, no. So. I think World of Warcraft was the only one that I had to immediately get off of because I, I started for a little bit and I thought I would really like it. And that, I had never, I had never heard the N-word so quickly. Like, they uh. said it so many times in such a short amount of time. I'm like, ooh, I just wanted to talk about, like, elves and stuff yeah. in the wrong place. Yeah. But it's... Call of Duty, I had I don't know that I've ever heard that. All I've ever heard is, like... Oh, it's there. Not, I'm sure it is. I didn't want... I don't want to... I don't want to ever insinuate that Call of Duty's not racist. <laughs> it definitely is. Uh, but just... It's typically, for me, it's always, like, I play until, like, the kid comes out and he's singing, which yeah. I think is a stereotype. And I'm like, okay, well, if the kid's singing, then I'm done. Well, I just I just figure... I figure any open forum where people could literally say whatever they want. That's yeah. why I was, like, curious when there's, like children on there playing games and oh they're like, usually the worst yeah, yeah like, absolutely <laughs> absolutely the the toxicity between 12 and 24 is yeah. it's palpable wow but <laughs> it's pretty bad can't yeah. we just kill people in peace yeah right yeah. now yeah just trying to shoot some nazis I'm, I'm pretty sure that call of duty did come out with like a big like they they did try to crack down on it after george floyd like the real brave company like everybody was right after george floyd <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, we're gonna they put a square up for a day yeah and like, yeah a black, a black tile and <laughs> move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris King, you said you had uh, I, tears of jokes. I do. I'm you very gotta, Come on, jokey joke maker. Let's go. This works. So, can you hook me up while we're talking about this? Can you hook me up to the Bluetooth? Yeah, a little bit just in mind for first. Oh, yeah. 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 So, he, he directed to me. I didn't. I yeah, don't know. No, it's fine. I don't it's even fine. work here. It's Sorry. fine. Yeah, you don't. You might get fired if you don't <laughs> get this together. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, like, we. It is Dyke's birthday. We'll just yeah, say yeah, that. So, uh, a little, little quick hand clap for Dyke's birthday. Yeah. We don't actually have to. <laughs> no one did. <laughs> wow. Yeah, zero, zero people. I, I almost did, and then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, We didn't actually mean it, Ellen. You can't follow Chris's lead. Like yeah. That's like following the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Like You know what I mean? Is this so you're, you're prepping it now? Yeah, so um, I don't know if it's like I feel like we. Do you want us to like eat some time up while you're doing this, or do you just want to sit in silence while you hit pause? And, yeah. So here, here, uh, uh, Gwen had a nice thing to say oh. for your birthday. So and, a lead uh, into this would probably be we had some because it's your birthday, Dyke. There are some people that have some things to say to you, and one of them is Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> do the the face of <laughs> like you said the whole thing. He's like, I hope your dick explodes. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. This is what Gwen had to say. Okay. So many. Oh, yeah. When you're playing the Bluetooth, you want to. Hey, it's Gwen. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Dyke Michaels memory. Gosh, there are so many um, from the time he told me that he looked like I was calling the cops on a black barbecue <laughs> or uh, the time that he edited uh, his podcast to make it sound like I had said that um, people should have separate but equal <laughs> access to things. Ah, we don't edit. Uh, it was a great moment. But probably my favorite was going with him to an open mic at a strip club um, where after the fact he told everyone that I quote unquote uh, balled out at the strip club because I spent 40 
dollars. That's right, four zero. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, Gwen. I, sounds like a, I'm like, sure it was probably a real you. natural <laughs> pause in that. As smooth as that opening yeah. fade was. Yeah. That was it's a great cutoff. Yeah. It, it probably could have been a happy birthday to everybody. She probably used that for a lot of different people. So I, I will say this, and I get, I get the joke, Gwen. I get what you're saying there. However, we did do a open mic at a strip club, which I went with a bunch of comics who were very, you know, comics are poor, you know? Yeah. Gwen has a Gwen is a professional job. Yeah. You know, outside of comedy. It's crazy. So yeah, so she's making it rain <laughs> while we're just like, <laughs> How much is this drink? Nine dollars? <laughs> Can I have half of a drink? It's like three people go in on one drink. Yeah. Are you doing it right now? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. No, we, we, this is a podcast where we can tell people what we're doing. It's okay. We don't live in mystery. <laughs> I mean, and, and plus, otherwise, it was going to just be us sitting uh, in silence. But you well, Bluetooth. well, now we're sitting in the dog fart. Oh, <laughs> shit. All right. Oh, that's uh, bad. Oh, yep. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was definitely. Oh, wow, that's bad. Yeah. I'm yep. sorry. I can't, I can't hide it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I can't hide it. I didn't know that was on you the menu. Pulled it off too. Yeah. Jesus, you know what's oh. funny is I really thought of like, well, it's not that bad, and then now it's it's terrible. Well, he's sitting right underneath me. Oh wow, <laughs> it's oh, really. You could, you okay. could hook up. I've already, I'm already hooked the, up. The, the bouquet is really up. opening oh. up. Jesus, <laughs> whoa! I didn't expect that to be decanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if you would yeah. open that door, if you could open that door. Uh, Speaking of being there's bar- a spray bar- right behind you. <laughs> there's not enough spray in that bottle, sir. Speaking of being barrel aged for 16 years, Jesus. Oh my god, that is. Do you feed is... him farts? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> they were farts on the way in. That's crazy. So mine, mine is a little less of a happy birthday, Dyke. Mine is definitely a shame, shame, know your name situation. Oh, well, because shame, shame, know your names are my. I don't know if you've heard those, Alan. Have you heard the shame, shames? Yeah, they're terrifying. And every time, yeah, there it, was there was the one where he just wanted someone to. Pay for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that was, there was the one. He, he sold about, out on that one. Yeah, the one about himself that was just an ad for himself. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I remember the bit. I the, old, the old, the old shame. You commercialized shame, shame immediately. That yeah. was the real shame. Was you sold out, sir? Yeah. Uh, so my shame, shame is uh, it's a little post podcast called Nagged by a Q. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd you feel about that post podcast when you did it? It was who was on? It was you and it was Zach and then who else was on that? I don't remember. That was it. Is who the? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Was, that was the only people on yeah, there. Yeah, it was just me and Zach. I, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I gotta tell you, you know, leaving a job. I've been fired from a lot of jobs. Yeah. I've been fired from quite a few jobs. I've never gotten to like kind of be a fly on the wall in the <laughs> job after you're fired. But you mm-hmm. kind of hope when you're fired, like they're never going to be the same after I leave. Like Alan, yeah. that that woman that said you're never going to make it when you left. I bet that place fell apart, but you didn't get to see it. Luckily for me, I get to see it, and I'm hoping. I'm hoping that this works out, and I'm going to play it right now. Here's a little little, uh, little uh, tidbit of what it sounds like when Chris King is not here. Chris, to think that basically the podcast took a dive into the shitter right after he left. Um, well, let's say this. I don't think he ever listens to Patreon episodes. Yeah, no, this will be the big test. Cause, yeah. Uh, um, so if he never hears that, he might think we're doing well. If he hears this... He's going to be like, man, they literally went into the shitter like a week after I left. <laughs> a week after, it took a nosedive. It did- so, and it. And Nothing thing- has made me want to give you guys $3. So <laughs> is that right? There. That's the best part. That's behind the paywall. 
That yeah, uh, you listen to every episode, and you haven't ponied up three dollars with the Patreon. I oh, yeah. I was unemployed for a year, so <laughs> I also but, have two kids. So what's you know. funny? What's funny is I typically don't listen to the post podcast, but I just I missed it and I hadn't heard it for a while. I'm like, well, let's see, let's see how they're doing since I left. Like, I bet it's I bet they're doing something different. I bet it's really funny. And uh, it was that. It was just that, which I was you know blown away by. And here here's another clip of. That same episode. Okay. You, you pick up. It picks up. Yeah. Here's a, here, here's it started a, off slow. Started but off a little slow. Gain momentum. Now it's like, hey, the show is still here, yeah, and we're but we're about to knock it out. Okay. Dick jokes, yeah, sausage. I think the most unique joke I experienced in culinary school was, for whatever reason, our class thought the word tabbouleh was funny. And so they would go on about how, you know, like, I got tabbouleh in my pants. And it was just like a funny thing to say. And it uh, became kind of a, a meme in our our class. It's not funny at all. I know it's not funny at all. It has nothing to do with, like, dicks or, or you know. Uh, just the, just the tabbouleh. Yeah, no, just because the word's not funny. Okay. Well, <laughs> guys, this has been the After Bridge Podcast. <laughs> Laugh so hard, I no joke pulled over <laughs> after that. That was. <laughs> Why does that sound funny? <laughs> oh, well, it started off. Before- I tried to. I tried to yes in that bit. <laughs> But then once I realized the entire joke was when I was in culinary school, we laughed at the word bully. It wasn't funny at all. No, man. It wasn't funny at all. No. Well, you... I couldn't make it funny. I couldn't make that joke no, funny. No, I like, I like the fact that, again, behind the paywall, you're working so hard to make it funny, and what's funny is it's doing the opposite is what it is. Man. Although that... That tidbit, that piece, I yeah. thought was hilarious. Like that, the tabouli section is <laughs> when you said, well, that's not funny. Which is, <laughs> we've said a lot of things that yeah. weren't funny in the show. It's never been like confronted by a brick wall of what you failed to. Yeah, that was Dyke's anger. Yeah. <laughs> like, raging. What the fuck has happened to the show? <laughs> Zach packed up and left immediately afterwards that day. Here, here's the that's thing. That's actually why he's not here. That, that, is, that is what happened in the tabouli episode. I, I bomb all the time. You yeah. know, like, I think it's it's. it's <laughs> It's it's part of the gig. You bomb all the time. But if you're going to come to me and tell me something is fun, you know what's really funny? And then you give me that hot fucking sh- hunk of ass story. I think anytime you start a, conver- a, start a retort with whelp, he's like, oh, this is an push podcast. Like, just, uh, hey guys, you're paying, just remember, you're paying $3 for this conversation. Like, if you've ever wanted to pay money to listen to boring people talk at a gas station, you're doing it right now. Well, I'll be quite honest. Bridget was drunk and left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, you know what? Zach and I can carry this. <laughs> Not a problem. Nope. No. Nope. We're going <laughs> to <We're gonna laughs> knock this one out of the park. And I would say, I don't think you showed necessarily our highlights from that episode. I think I think you definitely uh, I, highlighted uh, the lowlights. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Uh, I did. <laughs> I listened to that entire episode, and that was hands down the top. It, it 
after Tabuli, it does no good. As hard as it is to believe, it's a real nosedive. I just picture like I picture him going into a Starbucks afterwards after listening to that and be like, "Hey, anybody behind me, you get it free." Like you just had a great day. Like everything, like anything you want, guys. We're paying it forward. Yeah, for the next forty people, I am in a great mood. Tabuli, am I right? Tabuli, am I right? Funny word. Oh, no one's laughing. That's what I thought. That's what. Oh my god, it was amazing. People start throwing bread. And <laughs> the, old, the old bread tossers. Yeah. Was that, that was that was the <laughs> I like I like like you were about to start with was that just your shame shame? Yes, it was, man. That was it. No, that no, no. Is there, is there more? Is I don't there know more? if you had more uh of people saying happy birthday. I wanted well, yeah. to break into it with a shame shame. Well, here here we can just shame shame people that were supposed to send their stuff like, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely down to send yeah, something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannah Roshline. Oh, did not. Shame. <laughs> Jake Johnson. Oh. Shame. 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 Yeah. Elon Musk. Oh, nice. I know you're busy. Yeah. You're the big richest man in the world shit. Shame. Did not get get back to me on Twitter. He did promise, though. He was supposed to. Yeah. You bought those Dogecoin. I did buy it With the expectation that he would be. Hey, we're in the same company together. Shame. (laughs) You and Elon Musk are pretty much like the same dude. Yeah. Yeah. You, how much Dogecoin do you have? Me or or Rocky? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like I like how we. Used- <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what this podcast is over. Just go ahead, and just let it rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have a famous chef in the room. Let's yeah. go ahead, and just burp and let my dog fart. Well, talk about the bully. Oh, I'm sorry. I just didn't know like we were going to be asking our net worth here on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you, your net the, worth is your dose. How much <laughs> money? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what you All just right. said. Yeah. Do that's you know volatile. what really? I'm <laughs> handing out fuck yous right now. Go, go ahead. One for you, Alan. Right. One for you. Shame. No, no, no. The way to retort was definitely to puke in the microphone. That, that's, that definitely threw him off the scent of the the Dogecoin <laughs> to something completely different. Yeah. So yeah, that was the shame, shame, and uh, yeah, it's just been really. Uh, I don't know. I just I really thought it was. I thought you know comedians. Yeah. Like you you know comedians. You know chefs. I know some. Yeah. The whole show is comedians and mm-hmm. chefs. I did not think that literally the most boring person you know was the Elmer's glue <laughs> of the show until I heard that post podcast. Uh, I I can't wait to see what happens this week when I'm going to be home doing anything but this podcast. What will you bring to the table? Well, this hurts. <laughs> This hurts me, actually, too. Zach was... Harissa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He was... <laughs> Zach was... The look on your face is just pure sadness. <laughs> Zach was so... It was too sick to even show up today. Yeah. I did get a phone call at about 8 o'clock this morning, and I'm just like, man, <laughs> like, honestly, this should be the best, easiest day, like... Our professional chef catering yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. I just have to roll out of bed. Yeah. And do nothing. And then right. at eight o'clock this morning I get a phone call. And literally it was like this. This is this is the phone call I get. Yeah. Um Sauce Boss Zach calling. Eight o'clock. Yeah. Are you gonna do a Zach and Wait, is I pick Did up the say Sauce Boss Zach. No, that's what it says oh, on my oh. that's what it says <laughs> okay. on my phone. Okay. Cool, cool. Hey, Sauce Boss Zach calling, eight o'clock in the morning. I already know it's not good because he never calls me at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I, call, I pick up the phone. Hello? <sighs> hello, 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 hello. Wow. Zach, are you okay? Yeah. 
Um, uh, man, I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Did you kill somebody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like the slow. Did sorry. you? Did you? I, don't know, I was like, hey, like, like now, just tell me what's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because this has been a terrible intro. And he's like, I just, uh, I took a lot of, I took a lot of. Can I call you right back? What? (laughs) What did you take a lot of? He couldn't even do a phone call. Is this a suicide note? Like, I did not like it. And so I was like, yeah, man, call me back. (laughs) And I just laid there like, how terrible is this going to be? Yeah. And then he calls me immediately back. And he's like, hello, hello. And I was like, yeah, what's up, man? He's like, I took a lot of cough medicines. And I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I was sick last night. I took a lot of cough. I don't feel good. I don't. But is he sick off the cough medicine now? I, I don't. Like he's cured from what he was uh, sick from. But now he's like sick from cough medicine. No, I think, he, I, think, I think the whole deal was he was sick. Yeah. But he was too cough medicined out to drive OD'd over here. Because last time, remember, he brought his computer over, set it up yeah. to record. Yeah. And I think he was saying, like, I'm so goofed up on cough medicine yeah. that I can't drive and do that. Oh, uh, he thought he was so out of source that he thought he would have to drive and produce the podcast at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And then you didn't convince him otherwise. No, man. I was like, <laughs> I've got this eight o'clock. There's, o- there's eight- a pandemic. Yeah, that's true. Dude, if you get an eight o'clock phone call for someone heavy breathing and weird yeah. excuses like that, I'm like, stay in bed. I mean, I don't, I don't, I think that you didn't miss a beat. I think if we didn't tell people and that hadn't puked on the microphone, no one would have known <laughs> that Zach wasn't here. It would have just been a regular old podcast. Yeah. But then Zach, then I did a thing where he puked on the microphone. Did you, so you don't have any other happy birthdays to Zach. It was just Gwen and then that puke thing you did and that was all you got. Okay. The 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 eye rolls that he just gave you during that whole thing. I wish you guys had a live stream. Yeah, was, we really do need a good video. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't even work on the show anymore. Quit saying I wait. don't. Not you don't. There was definitely supposed to be more. Zach was supposed to have some. Yeah, he was supposed um, to be here. Bridget was supposed to have some. Right. No, we were here for the shame, shame. Um. Well, it's like all my friends were supposed to do something for my birthday. And and then all they, they all... did was take home Alan's. Well, but, but this shows how important Spicy. a producer role is. Spicy. Yeah. Because if... if, if That's if... what I want my birthday to do is show how important <laughs> a producer role is. Happy birthday. Just really, really highlight. Yeah. Really highlight. Yeah. The, what a producer the producer roles yeah well, that's I what guess, birthdays are for highlighting producer that is, roles yeah. I guess if that's all you have we'll just get back to this interview with Alan Strindberg well yeah sure okay. um, and I, I like how you, he's Chris is like personally giving me the eye like this is my fault like <laughs> like you fat you fucked up today Shame. Uh, you fed him Shame. you fed Zach way too much uh, cough medicine oh and uh, you burped yeah yeah so, Alan, <laughs> like you were saying, you, you haven't worked at McDonald's. I, I know. No, I, say, I haven't. McDonald's. But, Dyke, when you worked at McDonald's, what was the hourly wage? What was the minimum wage? What, was the, what did you make when what? you worked at McDonald's? I want to say, I mean, you're, you're the producer. Can you Google oh, the 1990, uh, 1996 when, minimum wage? I think when I worked there, it was probably around I want to say 525. It was, like four, it was like 475, and then it jumped to 525. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I actually looked it up. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Ben Matlock. I didn't realize I was walking into one of your classic traps. I was prepared. Oh, I'm so sorry. How am I getting trapped? And like, he looked it up before. Like, oh, Thad, you don't have that up. Well, the thing is, I was like, hey, Thad, don't worry about math. Just keep doing. Actually, what you're doing. the answer I already, I already know is five twenty-five. I, I don't ask questions. I don't know the answer to. This is what happens when you have a professional co-host in the podcast. Yeah. Okay, so oh, but, but yeah, but yeah, it's going back to your original. Before we had to yeah. take the break, we were talking about now it's fourteen bucks an hour. You're circling the wagon, circling the wagon. I'm going. Well, I'm going back. Yeah. Would you? Do you think there'd be a time where you would go back to McDonald's? Like if there, if it's fourteen bucks an hour for a regular, and I guess this is a question to both of you. Fourteen bucks an hour for just working a shift. Our managers have to be at like twenty bucks an hour. I don't think that's true. No, you don't <laughs> think so. You think they're like making like, hey, I'm a manager. I make a buck more an hour than you do. I mean, like, I just, I just don't think that's how they have it. Like, yeah. if they're gonna, yeah, if they're gonna raise the median income of every employee, the managers aren't gonna fucking clear tons more. I don't think tons more, but I think there would have to be. I don't know what a general manager. Makes Can you see what? See what? Uh, oh, there you go. Are you talking about a shift leader? Because here's the thing. I guess my question would be the, like, like a me, shift leader at a place like that does does not make no no no. I've been a shift leader. Yeah. I've been a trainer and I've been a shift leader. I've never been like a general manager. Uh, ever. A, a GM, uh, assistant GM, they make pretty decent money. What do you think they make? What would you think? What would you say? I feel like a GM probably makes seventy grand. Seventy grand at a McDonald's? No right. way. Well, I need to get out of I, fucking <laughs> independent restaurants. A GM of a McDonald's? GM, a GM of a regular restaurant. Yes. Probably. Daddy, so, Daddy is Jay? A GM at uh, McDonald's makes from 18K. That is not right. <laughs> that is not right at all. There's no way in the world that. <laughs> that's a terrible, <laughs> that's a terrible <laughs> statistic. What's, Glassdoor what says is, that the, what the was general, it? eighteen to one eighty five to five hundred k. That's the worst that's range ever. Not true I mean, at all. No, I guarantee you that is true. Like for some, a general manager, somewhere in, in between eighteen thousand and a half a million, they definitely are somewhere in between the two. I, I, I that I is would, true. I would love to meet the general manager of McDonald's making a half a million. I'm dollars. not saying that anyone's hitting that fucking upper limit. I'm yeah. just saying statistically, somewhere. that range. Somewhere, yeah. Probably the, the I think the the average says about fifty grand. Yeah. Okay. Right. I, be, I believe that. That makes. But sense. But whoever is making that five hundred k, like, has to wake up every morning smiling, like, oh, do you want to work at McDonald's for I'm the rest the of your guy. life? Oh yeah, I do. I think I would go to Mc, if I found out that I could make like eighty grand general managing McDonald's, and someone offered me that job, I think I would take it. Even now, seriously, I I had no problems working at McDonald's. I thought it was great. I guarantee. I didn't you. leave McDonald's because it was beneath me. I left it because I there was like no, you can't. I, but I, I, I here's the thing. I think it's harder. I think I think managing no a general like yeah. I think being a GM at McDonald's is harder than being me human resources. He points at Alan. No, 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 not not Alan. No. I mean, I'm. I'm if I do my hourly, like I get down to about nine dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, work yeah. Like, No, that's probably like is true. 80, 90 hours a week. But would you? And that's the thing. I, I mean, obviously, what you're doing, you're not doing for the money for sure. But would you? Would you <laughs> what? No, only because like that's what? the thing. Is like chefs are never paid what they should be paid. Like oh. you're doing amazing things. You're you're phenomenal. You are an artist for sure. And when you were talking about uh, Chopped, I never thought about that. I never thought about it until you said it. But going back to what you said about watching Chopped and coming home and watching that, to me. There's a lot of chefs now that, that I mean, obviously, you know, and I, I know a lot of um, people our age that are doing that and then probably grew up on CHOP the same way that previously people grew up on, like, MCV. 
And like you see chefs, and that seems like a weird comparison, except that so many chefs that I know are kind of close to that more punk rock lifestyle of like they go in, they get to do what they want to do. It has changed dramatically. So like um, I was kind of, I look back and like I kind of have like this um, fondness of it. Yeah. Or nostalgia because like I was at the tail end of like when chefs could be kind of real assholes and like really. Yeah, like, yeah. It was very much a pirate ship. Um, yeah. Like it was at the very end of that. And like, you know, Food Network had been around for a while, but like um, Iron Chef was really popular and Chopped had just come on and Bourdain was kind of blowing up. And like mm-hmm. um, there was beginning to be a lot of buzz. And it, like, again, this is like pre 2008 recession. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, um, what happened with the 2008 recession is a lot of uh, really well-known chefs opened these smaller restaurants in New York and other trendy places that were like the gastro pubby stuff that yeah, yeah, was yeah. a little bit cheaper and like they came all out of fine dining so like there was an accessibility for mm-hmm. the yeah. you know 24 to you know 40 year old that they didn't really have before because they didn't have necessarily the wealth their parents did yeah. um, and they didn't really have the investments so like they just started spending money and like food became more in vogue and like we saw a lot of career changers yeah but like and then like all the me too stuff hurt us because it, it went from you know the actual job of working at kitchens very blue collar and like it's hard work it's long it's hot like there's there's a thermometer in our kitchen and like it's 100 degrees every night at least right and it's humid as shit and like it's hot and there's sharp knives and whatever but like the popular zeitgeist of it is, you know, it's this fancy thing and you're doing all this stuff with amazing ingredients and like there's this romanticism around it. And it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Like I I think about food very little during the day. Most of it is orders, staffing, um, cleaning. Like I, the amount of time I'm doing just cleaning is like it's a huge part of the job. Yeah. Um, so like there was a lot of career changers and then they shifted out of it. But like. It, it was all part of that recession from 2008 and like the the popularity of food that all just kind of came out of it because like you can you can afford 20 30 dollars to go have a quick meal at a lot of places right and it became an easy way to entertain when people didn't have a lot of money so right like that that is i mean i, I don't actually remember where I started with all this, but well we were uh, talking about i mean the the i think the comparison for me at least is being in the kitchen, the popularity of like doing what you're doing. Um, I, I would parallel it to that any counterculture. I mean, punk rock or anything. Oh, and yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. still have that, that bar of that. Um, it's not going to, it's not accepting everyone where I think Bourdain coming out of pop, probably a lot of people were romanticized by what it was like in the kitchen. Then they got there like, Oh fuck, I can get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. But it's I mean, like, the job is hard. Yeah. Like he talks Which about like stabbing someone in the kitchen or like, yeah. or a, a grill bitch or whatever in the, in kitchen confidential. He talks about, stabbing another cook with like a, a fork or something like that yeah and it's like man like that that stuff happened like there's a lot of druggies there's a lot of whatever but yeah. like you also have to have that mentality of like i don't care how fucked up i am i don't care how hungover i am i don't care how angry i am like i have a job that has to get done hmm. so like oh. the parallel with like punk rock is like you know it's do it yourself like yeah it's you know you're 14 and you want to see bands so you put on shows you know, you write a zine, like, like, that's pod- exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. like podcasts are very much part of that. Now I think that mentality, like I think it, the, the generations have just shifted and we're like, it's not that edgy to have your, your hair dyed or, you know, wear whatever, like people can be kind of whatever or tattoos. Like a lot of those old things that were taboo 
or at least the rebellious right. are, aren't there anymore. But like the the creativity of it all is still manifesting in new ways. And like I've been super excited about podcasts for a long time. Like I've been listening for ten plus years to podcasts because I looked at it as a way I could learn during my day. Like while well, I'm driving to work, like I can put on a podcast. Yeah. I can learn something about food and like. Now it's my entertainment and it's my break. So when I drive from home to, or from the restaurant to home, it's like, this is my decompression. So once I get home, yeah, like yeah. I'm kind of like mellowed out a little bit. And you have uh, started your own podcast since you've been on here last time. I did. Um, I did. And then I got a job and then <laughs> uh, the job paid me and the podcast did not. That's the worst. Um, the worst thing that can happen to a podcast. Yeah. But like also like I started that with this, this intention of like, trying to help people and like also help myself is it, it was more selfish actually it is like to tackle big issues and like i mean last year was a pretty powerful year as far as like social movements and like we all felt this in different ways and as a um surprise surprise white guy um i i yeah, I, I really appreciate the the double take that. <laughs> like he looks at that like surprise that i mean he's a white guy. well that's a white guy too apparently like <laughs> I'm replacing Zach today. So. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he's yeah, trans white. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I wanted to talk to people. I wanted to get to the core of social issues, and then, yeah. then I actually got some help for my mental state and kind of kicked the depression thing and got into a good job that actually works really well with me. And like, we, I'm very aligned with the where the company is going. Like, yeah. So like. Uh, you know, I'm just in a completely different space than I was last year when I was on. Well, my thing is I was so happy that you were coming on this podcast, uh, mostly because I had literally just had that conversation with my wife that she did not believe that I had you had been on this podcast, yeah. but also because last time there's you were on shame, here, shame, shame, no, you're it sure was. Why just are like, you there's no way your, your wife. There's did. no way. Well, no, she was shaming me. She's like, there's no way that Alan. Sternberg is going to be on your ridiculous place. He's not going to Dyke's place. Like, sure enough, he's been on her twice. Pregnant lady. Uh, oh, shit. But you, <laughs> we're not supposed to say Secrets anything. out. Uh, but no, but you were talking about how much you wanted to do fresh pasta and really feature, uh, you know, handmade pasta and do all that. And that's, I, I would assume that's what you're doing. Um, yeah. So, like, so I'm at Iozo's right. um, downtown, and I've been there since week before Christmas. And, um, you know, we're we took a while because Christmas is kind of a weird time. You got all the holidays mm -hmm. plus COVID, and like then we got into Devour, and then Valentine's Day, and like I just kept finding reasons to like hold off, and like I, there wasn't a lot of pressure for me to like go in and change a bunch of stuff, and like I got to know the restaurant, I got to know the staff, I got to know some of the guests, and like actually it was a very healthy transition because I had the the runway to actually feel it all out before I really got my hands dirty with a lot of it. Um, so, and then we, we, we lost our whole staff out at one point. Um, yeah. so like we just got a whole new staff or half the kitchen staff changed in the last month and a half or so. And we've been just super busy. And so like, we've been, you know, I actually like when we change staff because it's like, okay, they don't have any old bad habits. It's like, no. we can, we can right, set the pace right, right, right now. Right. And so like, since that happened, like we've been able to progress so much more. So like. There's some actual change that's actually happening now, and we are doing some fresh pastas. There's some a bunch of new stuff on the menu, and like you know, Iozo didn't really change for uh, a whole lot in the last ten years or so. Yeah, has the stabbing like of, of forks gone down since the staff has changed? 
Uh, we we didn't actually stab each other. Oh, you, oh, right. that, no, that, that was from another a, that was from a oh. book from a famous chef called Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, he wrote a book called Kitchen Confidential, and then he hung up a couple have years you, ago. Have so. you read? You haven't read Kitchen Confidential? Oh, I, I haven't read that. No. Was that a prerequisite? It was. Yeah, we we sent out the to be on homework. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Dyke. I didn't get that. It was, it was on the summer reading list. <laughs> yeah. the summer, I, I'm going to obviously. Yeah. Um, Dyke, have you you're read never going to get your book it. Personal <laughs> pizza. That's, it, that's the thing. We do, we're doing personal another, pizzas like, for the book it. Oh, okay. that was another, the last like, star. Thirty-five Shit. plus year old. Yeah, old quiet on the Western Front and of mice and men, and then that's it. But it's like, but did you have like any punk stuff? Like you're talking about that punk stuff happening. Did any of that punk stuff happen to you? Uh, Stabbings? Sure, if, if yeah. you want to include that. No, I mean like, I, I didn't really realize. Did anyone play the band Rancid while they punched <laughs> you in the dick? <laughs> you no. know what though? I would... I definitely at a show punched a kid in the back of the neck and he blacked out and I thought oh. I killed him. Yeah. once, but that was an accident. Did you tell him that you'd make him some fresh pasta? That <laughs> would honestly that would help me. No, I was, I, was like, I was like 17. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, if it was a pasta today, then yes, that yeah, would help now anybody. it's like, hey, I knocked you out with this. Try this pasta. Yeah. That's worth it. That's well, I, I think that, I mean, I don't know. Going back to Kitchen Confidential, I did read that book. I also worked at the Bennigan's that uh, I've talked about this multiple times. Have you? Waiting. <laughs> I sure have. It's my camp story. But <laughs> Waiting was based on this Bennigan's that I worked at. And that the guy wrote a script, and I guess he was there a couple years before I was there. But... He wrote it, the way he wrote it was that it was a kind of a, it was exactly like that, where it was like people were taking people in the back, but they tried to walk out of their bills and like shit was happening. I had a gun pulled on me once when I was there. I I saw a guy get hit in the face with a glass. I guess at that point, I I don't know. I think that's another thing that people don't understand about working in restaurants is like that shit happens. Even at the fanciest of places, I think when you you just have a, a, to your point, blue collar workforce, which I was part of. It's a completely different thing in the back versus what's in the front. Yeah, I mean, um, I haven't been, I haven't seen a lot of that in yeah. my career. Um, you know, I'm for a long time. I did not realize that racial and sexist things happen within a restaurant. <laughs> I was really naive to it because I, yeah. I just believed in meritocracy. It was like I'm going to work hard, and I don't really give a fuck what other people do yeah. like yeah i don't like care where you yeah. shit until it's my i don't shit. care yeah. who you are or where you're from like i really don't like i just care about doing a good job right and, right and and so like i i didn't realize that for a long time and you know i got called out on something that was a little racy but like i didn't realize it was I, it was completely innocent i was mocking somebody and like what they were saying it it was we had an older black sous chef and he called one of the dishwashers boy all the time and i didn't realize that was a Oh. I was like I was like eighteen, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. I just hadn't yeah. ever been around that yeah. kind of speak, and so I was mocking this di- or the, the yeah. sous chef, yeah. and like this older black lady's like, I didn't realize you were racist. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, what? I, I didn't realize I was either. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out. Yeah. Well, I think but I, like that was a big yeah. eye opening experience in my life, and it's yeah. just like, oh man, like words matter, and like you know, just because I don't see it or I don't, I don't care, like. It's, you know, other people do. So, like, I always yeah. try to make a safe place. Like, you know, I've had sous chefs that have been from all walks of life, like, all different orientations and ethnicities. Like, it's the person that works the hardest gets the job. Right. It's not right. It's not really, a, you know, 
I'm not gonna play favorites just because of right. uh, you look like me. Like that seems dumb. But that's the fundamental difference between what and and back to your point about what it was like when you started in kitchen. Probably similar to what it was like when Dyke and I were in kitchens. It was run by an angry guy or angry somebody who was yelling at you and probably yelling racial stuff because it was just that place. It was just yeah. like it was angry. It was like an angry like yelling mentality. It was definitely like you better do this or you're fired situation. Yeah. And that's that's what I think we probably all grew up in. And that's the that's a huge shift. Um, and you know, we don't, no one really talks about positive change when they have, but I think that anybody that's been in a kitchen, you know, in the early 2000s versus the kitchen now, I think that you, you have to notice that, that that's happened. Yeah. And like, you know, when I was talking about, um, when I made the shift into this as a career, um, I, I really looked at the, you know, the Michelin system, the, the three star chefs, the, the ones that are really at the top and. I was reading all their books and like I read a lot of autobiographies and biographies because I figured like if I'm going to be stuck in Muncie, which is where I was living at the time, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, maybe this book that is a distillate of their life has like the big aha moments mm-hmm. in it. So I can take those and I can immediately go to work and be like, oh, well, we can do this. Yeah. And like so like I always was trying to be I was always trying to reach for that professionalism. And like I think that's one of the places where like I'm very different than. Maybe a lot of chefs around here. I'm not going to say everybody, but like, yeah. um, you know, I don't want to be a good chef for Indianapolis. I just want to be a good chef. Like, right, right. I want to create an environment mm-hmm. that is, yeah, I can fucking. Yeah, <laughs> pointing to Dyke. Yeah. Like, this is more professional than yeah. some chefs. I'm not going to be this guy. Um, <laughs> we're not naming any yeah. names here. That's yeah, not what we came here to do. He was, I didn't, I'm glad somebody pointed out he was pointing at Dyke the entire time. <laughs> <I was> saying, <laughs> um, <laughs> some chefs. But, but yeah, like, I, you know, I don't. I just want to be good at what I do and I'm going to keep going and not, I don't party. I don't, I hardly drink. Um, you know, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I want to be the best I can. Yeah. Cause like, why else do this? And that's, right, right. that's, that's just me. Like uh, that's not on everybody, but for me personally, like if I'm going to give away my whole life to this, like might as well try to do Better it. be amazing. Yeah. Right? Well, I, yeah. Not even amazing. Like if the goal is to be amazing, then you're going to end up being okay at least. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. more about the journey yeah, than saying. the goal. Yeah, yeah. So like that's that's how I look at it. And that's how I try to train staff is like we need to be positive. We need to be moving forward. Like I don't I don't like when staff is fighting with each other. It's like, no, we're on the same team. Like right. you know what I mean? Like it's not front of house, back of house, it's, yeah, it's hospitality. <laughs> what? We should never fight with each other. Oh, I'm so dirty. Oh, come clean me up. Wow. That was yeah. the wrong drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. Hey. Oh. Alan Sturmer, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you so much for coming and cooking an amazing multi-course meal for my it birthday. Amazing. It was amazing. It was a top. This was great. Three birthday presents I've ever yeah given to myself. Are we, if we do a post Back podcast, we gonna talk about the. <laughs> are we gonna talk about the best birthdays in your post? Yeah, we will talk about that some other time. Okay. Alan Sturmer, where can people find you and follow you on social media? Um, on Instagram, it's. Alan underscore Sternberg. Um, I don't know any of my other ones, but Instagram's where you can find me the most. I'm at. You're, you're, you're doing, you have some stuff going on, on Instagram. Like, I feel like, I don't know if it's just blown up the last couple weeks, but you have a lot of things popping up on Instagram. Uh, I just, I'm just, follow. I'm just sharing memes at this point, and everybody's <laughs> far more interactive than when I'm posting pictures of food. Um, I'm cooking at Iozo's Garden of Italy downtown. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. 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 Um, Come see us. There's a lot of good stuff happening there. Um, we're really building a really solid team, and I'm really excited where we're going. So, it's awesome. Yeah. 
Chris King. No, I'm not doing anything. I'm just doing HR now. No, you got oh, the, the, the Loki the... Loki podcast. <laughs> no, 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 we're not doing Loki now. So we're you're doing, not doing Loki. No, 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 we're doing Loki when it comes out. But we're uh, we're doing the Snap podcast with my buddy Gunner, and we are in a lull for Marvel shows. So now we're doing uh, bad Marvel shows. We did one on Spider Man Three. Gunner's nice. actually a fan of Spider Man Three, so that was a good episode. Yeah. And then we're doing a series on the best Punishers. My vote is Punisher Warzone. Have you ever seen Punisher Warzone? No. It's amazing. Have you seen it, Doug? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a great movie. Oh, yeah. Of all the Punishers, it's hands down the best. The Punisher t-shirt and uh, sticker on the back of trucks deter me from Punisher. No, no, no. no. I get I that. Know. I get I that. I know. But no, like, no, no. Just, eh. no, I understand. The Punisher is definitely... It's. I think that's why we did it. It's like, hey, this is not something that's like <laughs> coincides with our current culture situation. Like People that are pro-Punisher are always assholes. But Punisher Warzone, fantastic movie. Yeah. The other two, uh, we did the one with Dolph Lundgren. Terrible. Terrible movie, and then we did the one with Thomas Jane. I yeah. think worse, honestly. Dolph Lundgren's ahead right now. Um, so yeah, if you like yes. terrible Marvel movies, that's the one to listen to. And that's the snap, the snap. Podcast. And then the other thing I like to push is uh, Dad and I did a. Hey, I was waiting. I was waiting. For we it. did that episode together. It was really good. That is true. Yeah, we did. Uh, we IDK talked, it. IDK it. We did Raising Arizona. Yes. We talked about it for we we talk, we talked about it for like a straight hour. You could have gone longer. It was I could have. It was great. I don't know about you. I spilled coffee all over this table. Yes, it, that is it, true. It's a really good episode. And I would say that even if I wasn't on there, mm. even though the only parts I laughed at were mine. Jokes. I think I was, on, I was I think I was on there too, but I recorded it backwards. And uh, that yeah. said, uh, Chris Keen takes a lot of shots at you. I do. So you can... You can say whatever you want to about him. You always so. said nice things. No, I said I said he's an asshole at the heart of gold. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I said. And then and then I listened. I, I listened to it and everything you said wasn't that wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, like, I think it was pro Dyke. You were like yeah. Dyke likes time travel stories. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think that intro that you did, I think would, that would be my eulogy. I think at this. Yeah. Point. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, for me, plugging, I've, they just both plugged it. Yeah. I have a new uh, podcast called IDK It. What's that mean? Uh, stands for I Don't Know It. I knew that. And so it's... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Like, I I pre-explained it. It's like, oh, and it means I don't yeah, know yeah, it. Yeah. And we're like, I know what IDK means. So you yeah. see, Alan. Um... <laughs> it just sets me up to look like an asshole. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's about movies that I have not seen. I'm a comedian, and I like a lot of comedy movies, but I have not seen a lot. So we go through all the top 25 comedy movies. I do it with my friends. Um, we have one coming out with Isaac Lanford. That's going to be super funny. And we do a lot of uh, improv in it. So you guys will enjoy it. Yeah. And you can follow me on my other podcast uh, at the Drunk Dial Podcast. And uh, please follow us and subscribe on uh, Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Heart of Brunch. Alan, it's only $3. It's only $3. The know, price of the cup of coffee. You could be getting an entire. I don't additional know. episode. I don't know if you need my three dollars. You got G twos laying on the ground <laughs> over there. I know how you fancy them. I make it rain G twos yeah. in here. <laughs> um, Chris King, thank you so much for coming back for this birthday episode. Yeah, Thad, thank you for sitting. I feel like this was a real. It takes a village episode. Yeah. Everyone was exe- a guest except for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Alone that uh, I appreciate you guys, and we will see you next week. Or we won't. Yeah, choices. <laughs> choices. Why is this wobbly? That's like none of that recorded. <laughs> yeah, That's I didn't get shit. I didn't even get the first half. <laughs>